This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. episode 57. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Justice Tetris. That's right. That's me. I, I am Justice, just in case you were wondering what Justice looks like. Yeah. Uh, he's about 5'8". Mm-hmm. He's got red facial hair. That's trying uh, to come in. He got, he got long hair right now because he needs a haircut. Yeah. He's got big old specks mm. on his face, mm-hmm. and he's had a long Wednesday. That's what justice looks like yes. right now. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Also, okay. he's not always white. It doesn't have to be white. Does justice, just, is, no. is it white justice? No, it doesn't have to be. No. So wait a minute. So you just want to justice make, always looks like a white guy with red face no, hair? No, you know, I just want to be clear. So you're trying to say that only justice can come from white people? Ah, you know what? Let me just let me just back this truck up real quick. <laughs> beep, beep. No, uh, shoot. Where do I go from there? <laughs> we just laugh. Yo, man, how you doing? Episode fifty-seven. Coming? Hey, man, doing all right. Mm-hmm. We just finished recording our one-shot movie review for the second time. We did a review of Split. Split. Yeah, we recorded one a couple of days ago. The audio was trash. And then yes. we came and recorded it again. Go listen to that mm-hmm. um, movie review. Listen, I'm warning you guys on a second episode of Comic Book Junto. Uh-huh. Spoilers. Yes. Spoilers for that. If you have not seen Split, don't listen to it. We're going to spoil it for you. We're going to ruin it for you. So we warn you on that episode for about a good two minutes. We're warning you on episode 57. If you listen to that episode, you get spoiled. It's your fault. And take a little suggestion from Octavius and Adam right now. Go see Split. Go see Split. Go see Split. Go see Split. And then come back and join us and listen to that one shot. Right. But besides it's, it's that, as easy as that. That's all. Besides that, we got episode 57. You got uh-huh. somewhere to go. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we're gonna we're gonna try to move through this and give you guys quality. We're going fast. But we're also gonna try to give you guys quickness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So besides seeing Split, what else has going on in your week? Uh man, what's my week like? Well, the inauguration happened. Yeah. That was a an interesting day. Yep. Friday, overcast, rainy mm. here mm. in Philadelphia. It's million, million. The, the environment. And a half. I'm just saying the environment. Two, three million. I, I saw I saw like ten million oh, people. Oh my god. I saw ten million people. I saw fifty million people. And uh, um, uh there's 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 these ridiculous claims. Unbelievable. That there were more people and other inaugurations I, I i don't know i saw at least 20 million people you you asked me what has happened Period. what what else has happened in Period. Week, apart from seeing the movie split i'll tell you what has happened it has now become completely normal for the white house press secretary to tell bold lies excuse me no no no, no. i believe they weren't lies oh Ooh, they're actually alternative facts oh you know what i misspoke 
I did misspeak. Okay, uh, just alternative the, facts. Just I just want to make sure right. Y'all want to get that lexicon down pat because we're going to be using that for four years. <laughs> so get used to it. Uh huh. Right. But no, really, actually, don't get used to it. Like, seriously, resist. Do not normalize. Yes. So it's been a weird week, man. I was part of the Women's March on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That, that felt warm and hopeful. Mm-hmm. I was walking with strangers and friends alike. Yeah. I met a lot of very interesting people who have a lot of optimism. Yeah. And that felt cool. That, mm-hmm. that, that felt really good. And, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Friday was a weird one. Saturday felt hopeful. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah, there was a lot of, I saw a lot of conversation about inauguration. So a lot of conversation about the Women's March. I saw a lot of good, hopeful things. And I also saw a lot of inter- in- interesting perspectives. On a the, lot of dialogue to have. On the Women's March. About, that's right. You know, one of the things that stood out to me was like, that's great. Now about Monday. Mm-hmm. We've all had our signs. We see a lot of white women out here. We see a lot of people of color. But there's a lot of white women that are out here Word. that are standing up for something very important, you know, saying things that are very powerful. Mm-hmm. And the amount of people who showed up were just powerful. The messages that were communicated were necessary yeah. and needed. And it's something that really showed that there's a large community of people who ain't about this, ain't going to have it, yeah. ain't going to stand for it will not allow it to not hear for it, and they're going to fight about it. Yo, but you're right, though. What about Monday? Yeah. And I, I have to share this. Something that has happened Monday, Tuesday, and today, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So every morning so far of this work week, I have a coworker who comes into this office, walks into Indy Hall, and she says to me, good morning. How are you going to battle oppression today? Mm-hmm. Every single morning she has said that to me, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and she forces me to give her response. Yeah. I need that. And yo, I think yo, sometimes you when you you get put back into the corner, your Rocky sits down on the stool in the corner. Mick's got to give him some. What me, you going to do when you get out there? Cut me exactly. And I think that's important. And I know, and you know, it's interesting. I've seen a lot of you know specifically women of color, black women, who have been like, "This is good, but I feel this conflict because where were y'all when they were killing black people in the street? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but." I don't want to yeah, but you, but I struggle. Like, they've been murdering us. We've been saying this stuff for years. And now Trump and now Trump comes and now all of a sudden, now we need to it's like there's there's a, and, and I even saw a sign that was very like to the point, it's like, you know, nice sign. We'll see you nice white ladies for yeah. the next Black Lives Matter march, won't we? Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like we don't want to do the, this is the cancer march. In our, are we going to see you at the AIDS march? Yeah. Right. Because that's the same Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter conversation. But I don't think it's presented. At least I'm not taking it as though it's presented. It's kind of like, good job. And. Yes. It has to be a yes and. It has you know, to be a yes and. Not inst- not a. Because I think the Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, or Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. It's presented as a no, this. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. What I'm hearing is, uh, okay, good, mm-hmm. and are we going to see that carry over into injustice holistically? Mm-hmm. Or is it, let's march when it directly affects me, when it affects you, eh, 
Well, of course it is, or else my name would not be Adam Justice Tetris. Right. So yes, absolutely, it needs to carry through this week and next week and next year and, and so to different far, areas that different don't communities. directly affect you. Yeah, and you know what? I, this is something that really resonates with me right now. Right now, I believe you and I, Octavius, and so many others, especially those who are listening to this show right now, we are the Star Wars Rebellion. Mm. We're the rebellion Mm. because there was a lot of internal struggle and conflict inside of the rebellion. 3.5, you mean? I'm like, okay, look, speaking of conflict, all right, you just got to bring that up right now. I'm I'm trying to understand which movie you're talking about. I'm talking about clarify what just clarify what movie are you talking about? You're talking about Star Wars 3.5. Oh my goodness, is that the movie you're talking about? Talking about Rogue One. You're talking about the one that comes between three and four? Yeah, 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 yeah. So 3.5. My God. Enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yes, absolutely. In Rogue One and other examples of look, Star Wars extended canon, mm-hmm. like the books and the mm-hmm. games and other movies. But there's a lot of talk about the the way that the the rebellion, the resistance force, they're not always united on all things. They come from different planets and different places. Right. And they can't always get together on the same thing. We got Saw Gerrera. We got Mom Mothma. Yeah. They 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 do different things towards similar ends. Mm-hmm. But right now, yo, we got one common enemy. And it's normalizing the empire, making sure that none of us are doing that. Resist the normalization of the empire. So we have a lot of squabbles that we need to squash. We have a lot of dialogues that we need to dive into. Man. But primarily, we got to focus our effort and we got to do it together. Wow. Bottom line. So we have to resist the empire. Mm -hmm. Resist the empire. That's what's up. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's heavy. They blow up planets, son. Yeah. Did you not? Do you not see that? Yeah. They blow up planets and they ban the EPA from tweeting. Oof. So you know those two things. Yeah. Same thing, really. Res- yeah, we need to resist the empire. Same thing. We really. need to make resist the empire T-shirts. Yes, we do. You fact. know what? I'm gonna work on that. Hold me accountable, internet. Don't, okay. Don't really do it. Don't talk, don't tweet at me. <laughs> it's a, yeah. it's a hat. Don't do not even step to me about that. <laughs> it's a hat. Where the resist the empire T-shirts, Octavius? I said shut up. <laughs> I said shut. Stop up. questioning me. We're supposed to unite. Stop playing. Don't you bring me the struggle. I'm about to get Soldier Boy out here with that Draco. Okay, speaking of, hey, yeah, let's get into Manny Pacquiao news. Oh, yeah. Let's get into fisticuffs. Speaking of Dracos and uh, fisticuffs coming off the top rope (laughs) with special moves, um, we've talked a little bit. Is that how it goes now? The Drake come off the top rope with the Draco? (laughs) Why not? Is that that Pacquiao, is he ever, ever, ever going to include a Draco? Or is he going to come off a drop top top rope? Drop top I, rope. I, drop top. Swizz up. Pock top. Drop top whiz up. Yeah, drop um, top whiz up. I don't know, but all I know is this is getting things are changing in the fight game. It's getting a little out of hand. So just to get long and short of this. We talked about UFC. We've talked about boxing. We talked about Conor McGregor. We talked about, you know, Floyd Mayweather and all this money being thrown around. And we said that that fight's probably not going to happen because Connor and Mayweather are probably not going to agree. But enter mm-hmm. a new challenger has entered, like enter Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao says, look, Mayweather won't fight you, Connor. I'll fight you. See, that's interesting. Now, that's interesting. That might actually happen. And now what I wonder is, Connor going to actually take that fight? Or is Connor just talking? Because if now he's been giving a, an actual invitation. Now it's actually a real possibility because I could totally see Floyd being like, man, I want a hundred million. But I could see Manny being like, yeah, throw me a couple million. We'll get, I'll get in there and knock you out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll hop in there for, for the sake of the spectacle of it and, and, and 
you know, play around with you for a couple rounds and then finally drop you. Because you're not going to beat Manny Pacquiao in a boxing match. No. So let's see what develops with that. Are you going to watch the spectacle? I will watch the spectacle if it takes place. I would not be surprised if McGregor responds by saying, well, hold up. Wait, wait. I, I wasn't asking you. I mean, like, hold on. Yeah. I didn't ask you to dance. Right. I was asking somebody else. But like, right. thank you. Flattered. Appreciate you. Because now I think Connor's got to take the fight. Or it's like, man, shut up, Connor. Because now that gives Mayweather an angle to go, you, you ain't want to fight Pacquiao. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if the Draco comes out in the in the, uh, in the uh, Soldier Boy and Chris Brown fight. All right. Speaking of uh, fisticuffs, speaking of upcoming events, mm. we got the Iron Fist show coming to Netflix. Right. Not too long from now. Uh, in fact, what is this? What is the date that we actually have on the show airing on Netflix? So we got March something. Is that exactly. March something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I'm not sure if we have an actual date. It's just March. Uh, but what we do have is a confirmation that it is 13 episodes. March 17, 2017. March 17. All right. Nine, oh, yeah. You know what? We talked about 9 this. 9 a.m. on Netflix. That's right. Uh, 13 episodes are coming our way, and we have the titles for each of the episodes. Now, here's what I'm noticing it, they mm-hmm. sound like different moves. In mm-hmm. Kung Fu. They do. We got Snow Gives Way. Shadow Hawk Takes Flight. Mm-hmm. Eight Diagram Dragon Palm. Rolling Thunder Cannon Punch. Immortal Emerges from Cave. All right, that sounds maybe like just a narration of what happens. Dragon Plays with Fire. Mm. We also have a couple that are omitted. Unknown. Unknown. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming some plot details that would be a little spoilery if we knew about them now. Which means, by the way, Junto listeners... Make sure you are aware that if you are looking at a streaming television show and you're just browsing through the episodes, yeah. some John's going to be spoiled. Yeah. If you look at the description of Don't the episode or the names of the... I had this happen to me... Don't do it. ...last week. Ask me what was spoiled. What was Go spoiled? ahead and ask. What was spoiled? Attack on Titan. What? Well, Attack first of all... Titan. Congratulations for watching Attack on Titan. I watched three episodes, uh-huh. and I was just checking to see how long is this show? What, how many episodes are in season one? Mm-hmm. The answer, I believe, is 25, Oof. 24 or 25. Okay. And, um, some of those titles of the episodes, they just, well, there you go. There yeah. goes that fun. There yeah. goes that discovery. Yeah. I guess I don't need to watch that one now because I know what happened. Well, watch it anyway so you can be cu- caught up to date with the rest of us. Yeah. Speaking of television, mm. let's talk about the X-Men. Okay. So it turns out that the X-Men are going to be doing more television. So the X-Men TV series that they've been kind of kicking around in the internet has officially gotten an order for a pilot from Fox. I'm excited about this. Tell me why you're excited. I'm excited about this because we're going to spend time with the character Legion. This is the son of Professor Xavier. Mm-hmm. Legion has multiple personalities. We we touched on this in the one shot for Split. Legion has multiple personalities, and each of them has a different power set Mm -hmm. because Legion is a mutant. Mm -hmm. That's interesting in and of itself, but I'm interested in 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 more mutant stories. Yeah. Because right now we got Brian Singer holding it down in the mutant like cinematic he universe. He needs to stop holding it down and let it go. He and must let it, stop. Let it go and let it come up he up must. for air or something. He's got to, it, it needs to end. Just stop. We're done here. We need a superhero to go in there and save the X-Men franchise mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. this guy. I'm just putting... Two, and don't put two metal stakes in the ground and make an X. That's how I feel about the movie right now. Don't I'm do that. X on that. But I'm interested in... 
hearing stories in that universe with those characters that we haven't explored yet. I'm I'm very, very excited for that to finally happen. So let's talk about a little bit of the details. We mm-hmm. find out that Matt Nix is going to write and executive produce the pilot. And it says the pilot follows two human parents and their mutant child who are forced to go on the run from the government and end up joining an underground mutant network. Sure. Sign me up. If it's going to be on FX, I trust it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I have no further questions. Everything I want is here. I have one question. Mm-hmm. Does Young Metro trust it? Oh, I don't know. That's what we need to know. That's we haven't been asking that question enough. We have not been consulting Young Metro. And yeah, it's not for lack of presence. Young Metro, I mean, Metro Boomin is still... I mean, Metro is bad and bougie. Yeah. Yeah. So he's given us, he's given us a jewel. Yeah. He hasn't disappeared. You know? No, we got to bring that back. You, You know what? This is what happens when you normalize. Mm. At a certain point in time, I just started taking for granted. You start to take Young Metro for granted. I did. Well, and that's when he doesn't trust you. And here's the thing. You got to keep this in mind. Mm. If you if Young Metro don't trust you, there are consequences. <laughs> that okay. <is> true. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. That is true. All right. Moving on. More TV. Tell me about Samurai Jack here. Have you watched Samurai Jack in the past? I have, but I need to like rewatch it because... I remember it's fun, but I don't remember it like in order to go into the next next season. Samurai Jack is so cool. Is one of the coolest cartoons that's come out of the last like when did it come out? 2001 I think is when it first aired. And uh has since a lot of the team has since started working on uh, I think Star Wars Rebels, mm. oh, really? Star Wars Clone Wars, those animated shows. Those were really good shows too. Samurai Jack has been gone for an incredibly long time and it is coming back finally. Season five of Samurai Jack is coming out, I believe, in March, March 11th. Is that what it's saying? And this came by way of Adult Swim doing something on television where they were answering the questions. Bumpers? Yeah, 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 there's yeah. bumpers in between. And somebody, they've been re-airing Samurai Jack on Adult Swim. And somebody wrote in and they showed it in the bumper and it was like, when is Samurai Jack coming back? As if, I'm sure they get that question all the time, right? right? And they come back with it and just said, March 11th, 11th, 1130 p.m. is what's going on. Yeah. And then another another fan goes, um, asked about the show, and the bump goes, what did we just say? I love it. Funny. I love it. I'm so excited. This relates to comics. If you're reading the the Cage comic books right now, Marvel is releasing Cage. Right. The creator of Samurai Jack is the guy who did that Cage story. So... If you like Cage, if you if you're interested in it at all and you haven't seen Samurai Jack, do yourself a service and catch up on that show. It is so damn good. That's right. Can't wait. Cannot wait. All right. So, we got some movie news here, a little bit of information. So, we got some news about Shazam. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you what are your thoughts on Shazam here? Shazam is not a character that I'm very familiar with. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Is what meeting. they call him in the DC, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And, and he he yet he says Shazam and turns into Captain Marvel. I'm I'm not super familiar with him. I know that he is one of those like golden age classic heroes. I can't say that I'm well versed in him or Black Adam. I do know that many moons ago we discussed The Rock potentially having plans to play Black Adam. So is this coming to fruition? Yeah, The Rock is playing Black Adam. This happened. I think there's even rumblings about Black Adam getting his own movie. Oh. Um, but we're hearing that they have an actual writer for the film, and Henry Gaiden mm-hmm. is the person who's going to be writing it. Okay. 
So this is a different thing. Like yeah. Black Adam is within the Shazam storyline. Well, th- so here's what it says. Like someone tweeted at Henry Gaden and said, just read your writing sh- the Shazam film. Can you deny or confirm this? And Henry Gaden says, confirmed and loving what's to come. Smiley face. Got you. So there's that. Now, let me just read this out loud. This is coming from comicbook.com. The film doesn't yet have a director, but Brad Payton of San Andreas mm-hmm. is rumored to be on the list of choices. Brad Payton has worked with The Rock before in the movie San Andreas. Have you seen the film San Andreas? I have. Thoughts? It's The Rock being a tough guy and uh, things things crumbling around him. Fighting an earthquake. And just being tough and it's awesome. The Rock v. Earthquake. Yeah. 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 You can't defeat me. Mm -hmm. I'm The Rock. Well, if it's anything like that, then I'll see it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just concerned about DC's... You know their their movie universe, their, yeah, their future, their I just cinematic future. I don't have the same confidence that I have in other people. How can you say that when Suicide Squad is up for an Oscar? Right Ridiculous! Now? How can you, Octavius? How can you call their direction into question? They're up for an Oscar right now because I got eyes and ears and oh, I got okay. a heart. Yeah, that makes okay. I got a heart. That makes sense. Okay, they and are I, and, uh, I, and, I, and, I, and it's still bumping with inside of my body. So I'm going to have real opinions. I'm not going to just do what everybody else does. I'm not going to follow the horde. Okay? You know who Young Metro does not trust? Who's that? Whoever decided that they wanted to put Suicide Squad up for best hair and makeup. Because of all things, like truly of all things. Well, well. Really? Best hair and makeup? I mean, Killer Croc kind of looked like a croc. Well, I mean, hair and makeup. Huh? I mean, who are we competing against? I don't know. I don't. I don't know who I, that's else. Not was... e- that's not even. Is that what it's nominated for? That and that alone. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I don't even. Think, I, don't, I don't even think about that. Yeah. So I wouldn't even know what to compare to. I don't know. More exciting movie news. Something that I'm. I'm way happier to focus on, if we may. You've heard it by now. I'm sure. Especially if you're listening to the show, you spend a little time with with nerd news. We would assume so. Star Wars Episode Eight officially has a title. It is. The Last Jedi. What are your thoughts on The Last Jedi Internet? What do you think it means? Yo, there's a lot so of hot the takes. The screen is black and there's stars, but then it's red. So does that mean The Last Jedi is a Sith? But Jedi, Jedi is also multiple. Could be plural. So there's not Jedi. It could be the plurality. This could be the plurality. So it could be the last one or the last them or the last mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Is this Ren... could be an alternative fact, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, the movie opens up and Luke says, I'm the last Jedi. And then later off screen, Ray says, No, you're not. And he's, Oh, okay. Those were alternative facts. I swear, I saw 1.5 million I saw, people. Well, here's the thing, you know, people are saying that uh, they're at least. Uh, uh, 50 billion, 50 billion trillion yeah. different Jedi. If they, I, okay. I saw the last one. If they turn Luke. I saw one, one Jedi. Into the orange I didn't one. see anybody else. Yeah. Not anymore. It's sad. It's ridiculous. It's terrible. It's horrible. That people are out there lying. Can't. Saying that they've seen Jedi. Can't the dark side. It. If you think about the dark side. Everyone's talking about the light. I mean, in the light, they had about one person mm-hmm. on their side. Uh-huh. On the dark side, we had at least 30 trillion people. Oh, yeah. 30 trillion people that they came were, to our event. They were all white. You know? Every, well, it's, every it's one not, of them. It's not the point. Okay. This, I hear that. They're talking about a Finn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a black. Mm-hmm. My oh. African, uh, there's a black. They have a black oh. on that side. Okay. Uh, I, I'll give them two. There yeah. might be two left. Sure. Maybe three. Sure. But on, on the dark side, yeah. Think about this. My understanding is you're also interested in building a wall to keep the Gungans out. Listen, is that true? I'm going to make them pay for it. Oh. 
it's for all, it's for all of our own good. Yeah, sure, sure, Either sure. Either they're going to get down or lay down. Holla at me. No. It's going down. Lightsaber, lightsaber's on deck. <laughs> the moment he says holla at me, it's going down. Holla at me. Come see me in these streets. I would say I I really run up run up if you want to run up and get done up. <laughs> absolutely, I absolutely misunderstood this man. <laughs> it really did. I think it's a game till them sabers come out. Are you excited for Last Jedi? Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to see the the, the trillions of movies that will come out afterwards. And you know what? I have kids take my kids to go see him and go. You start with 3.5 oh my don't listen God. to uncle adam why look why do you know you i babysit those kids i'm gonna tell your children day. i'm gonna tell you you know tell your and children say it usually usually in that case when you've done something that the, the parental unit right. has has forbid right you say now look don't tell dad okay <laughs> don't tell don't tell him i let you watch this movie okay because it's you know it's usually a rated r movie or something like that start with I'm four sit down with Octavius Jr. or Octavia Jr. And I'm going to sit down and say, you tell your daddy what we did here today. We, we start with four in this house. Number 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 one is number four. Number four is number one. Let me hear you say that one more time. <laughs> Let me hear you say that. Number one is number four. Number four is number one. I'm say that I am with the force and the force is with me. <laughs> You're going to say that to me. I'm going to turn around. The camera's going to spin around me and go, what did you say? <laughs> what did you say to me? Just saying, I got plans. Well, yeah, I'm excited for this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see a trailer. You know, yeah. let me see a trailer. Let me see what's going on. I'm sure we get my one trailer, and then I'm going to black out until December. It's it's true that I think they wrapped filming for it, or at least they did wrap with Carrie Fisher. They say Carrie Fisher's done, so we may see something. Maybe not too long. From I'm now. interested to see how they button up Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah, you know, because we're going to be moving forward with her. With any luck, they will have included a line for. Uh, uh, General Organa, in which she will say something like, "Well, this has been a lot of fun. I'm going to go on vacation. Right. See ya. Right. Don't call me though. Change my phone number. I'm off this. I'm off this. Exactly. I don't know. I I hope that it's done with some honor. Maybe it'll be done kind of like they did in uh, uh uh Fast and Furious with Paul Walker, where she just pulls up in a charger. Mm. <laughs> and they you just hear away. you just hear Wiz Khalifa playing it's in the been background. A long time. Sing it, Adam. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I cried during that movie, though. Did you? I did. Mm. I did indeed. Because I said I paid for this. <laughs> and there were some feels at the end of that movie for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought they did a, a hell of a job. It was really nice. It was very nice. Right. So let's talk about some comics here. Mm-hmm. So those, Star Wars is not the only universe we're excited about expanding. Right. We're excited about expanding the Wakandan universe, mm-hmm. but kind of the Black Panther universe. Yeah. So what we find out, uh, according to an interview that Ta-Nehisi Coates has done with Time, is that there's going to be a new comic coming out that's going to be written by him called Black Panther and the Crew. That's right. So who's a part of the crew? Black Panther. We've got... Luke Cage, a.k.a. Power Man. We've mm-hmm. got Storm. We've got Manifold. Is that Manifold there? Yeah, I believe so. And we also got Misty Knight. Mm-hmm. So, things to point out, that's not the original crew. Nope. But this is something that Ta-Nehisi Coates decided to bring in some different characters because some characters couldn't be in it because of circumstances, other things that are going on in the Marvel Universe. So, he brought in some other folks. All black. Yeah. Team. Yeah. And they're going to be dealing with some stuff in Harlem. Ta-Nehisi is writing this and I'm here. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, and what I know is it will be immediately more accessible because I won't have to pull out my Wakanda dictionary every hey, single time. Hey, listen. Although I'm, I would love to have Misty Knight be like, T'Challa, 
you, you you're in you're in Harlem now. Yeah, I don't know what Jabar, I don't know Jambazi, I don't know Harum Fall. I'm not calling help you. Me. I'm not calling you Harufo. Harum. I don't even know how to say it. Help me. I'm just gonna call you T. <laughs> All right, Chala. You know what I mean? I'm gonna hit you with a Chala. Oh but, yeah, Chala at me. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna hit you with a Chala at me real quick. Mm-hmm. But no. I think that this is going to be interesting because it was fun having these guys together in the actual Black Panther book. Yeah, we got two issues and it was great. And they were good. There was good chemistry. There was fun. There was humor. There were jokes. And it sounded like black people talking to each other. Go figure. Black people cracking jokes that black people would get. Yeah. It sounded like a little insidery. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I get... Adam, do you get that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I, almost, I actually had to do that because, but it feels good to be able to go, this is my people. Yeah. I know people who are like this and we kind of talk to each other like and this. And look, white people, it is okay for you to say, I do not understand this. It's totally fine for you to read a joke. I don't understand what's going on with Wakanda. And just say, I don't, I'm not. I don't understand this. It's fine for you to ask someone to explain it. It's cool if you just Google it. Look it up. Educate yourself if you're having a hard time pronouncing Harum Fall. Me too, my man, but I'm trying. I'm out here trying. That's why we're calling him Chala instead. <laughs> I'm not calling you Harum Fall. I still don't know how to say it. I'm excited about especially seeing T'Challa and Storm trying mm, to mm, kick it together mm. because they got some stuff between them. And it seems like the other three know about it and they're not afraid to crack jokes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're going to get them jokes off, it seems like. I'm also excited that this Time article mentions the first issue of... Uh, Black Panther, the Ta-Nehisi's Black Panther, yes, sold over three hundred thousand copies. Mm-hmm. And I know when we talk about movie releases, we throw numbers around that are so big they don't even make sense. But three hundred thousand copies for a comic book—that's big this year. That's big last year, I should say. That's a big deal. Congratulations, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Yes, I'm glad he's sticking around. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, that's coming out in April, I believe. So we have that look forward to. Probably going to be a book of the week. Yeah. Really excited about that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, why don't you want to tell these people about what, what Michael Bay is doing? Yeah. All right. We switch tracks just a little bit. Usually, we like to put our movies with our movie stuff. We like to put our TV with the TV stuff and the comics all together. But this is uh, maybe you'll sense a theme shortly. Michael Bay apparently is producing a film. Um, how do I put this? Post apocalypse. Kinda. That's what they're saying. That's what it's they're supposed saying. to be a, a science fiction set in the post-apocalypse after... Do they even use the name? Do they directly a use Trump the name? Trump-like character. Okay, after a Trump-like character has ruined the nation mm. and is so in debt to China that China takes possession over the United States of America. And Americans are going to China and leaving. Mm-hmm. Michael Bay. Now, let's talk a little bit about what you think this movie is going to be like. Well, so they use the word or phrase rather sci fun rather than sci fi. So my assumption is it's a comedy, I guess, because I, otherwise I wouldn't be saying like, Oh yeah. You remember, uh, Mad Max Fury road, mm-hmm. sci fun. I wouldn't call it that. So I assume that there's some lightheartedness, maybe some like team America kind of thing happening here, but Michael Bay hasn't done a movie for a long time that wasn't reinventing or rebooting or recreating or otherwise totally ruining a childhood favorite cartoon. So let's talk about some of the stuff that he's most recently done. Ah, okay. So we got, um, transformers and all that kind of stuff. We've got, 
Pain and Gain. We've got The Purge. Oh, yeah. Pain and Gain. Yep. We've got uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja wait, Turtles. Wait, wait, wait. The Purge? Uh, those are producer credits. I'm sorry. I okay. messed that up. So let's just look just, just at... Why am I? Why is Teenage IMDb, Mutant Ninja Turtles? Why is M- IMDb showing me this? Okay, so it's the director. We've got um, Transformers. Yep. Pain and Gain. Yep. Lots more Transformers. Yes. Bad Boys. Okay. Um, Armageddon. The Rock. Stuff like that. So you you get you get a gist of what kind of movie Michael Bay makes. Yeah. Yeah. So when he's going to make a post-apocalyptic America that is owing money to China because of being financially bankrupt from a Trump-ish, Trump-like character. Mm-hmm. What's that going to be like? Is that going to be like, what's the movie that Seth Rogen made that was basically a spoof off of Kim Jong? Oh, Kim yeah. Whatever? Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but that John where they actually go to Korea in the attempt to assassinate him. Mm-hmm. What was that called? I don't remember. Pineapple Express. No, that's uh, not what it's called. Okay. But either way, I mean, let's Super see. bad. No, that's not it either. <laughs> Okay. Um, but we'll see what happens with this because I just think it's interesting that we're seeing different artists handle things in different ways when That's it comes just to it. Trump. That's just it. This is it. This is an initial example of an artist, a director, a filmmaker deciding, I have something to say about this. Right. But saying it in a unique way. Yeah. Meanwhile, we also have the star of the show, Supergirl, Melissa Benoist. The, the show, Supergirl, by the way, is an awesome show. It's really good. It's also super feminist forward. They try really hard to make sure that the show is promoting this feminist attitude and, and Supergirl is fighting for her right to be appreciated and respected. And I really like the show a lot. And it's not surprising that the star of the show, Supergirl herself, found herself in the Women's March this past Saturday. Yeah. And what I love the most is the way that she presented herself, the form of protest that Mm -hmm. she took. She's with a crowd of people. I don't know if she was in D.C. or where she was marching, but she's holding up a sign that says, NSFW listeners, it says, try to grab my pussy it's made of steel. Or don't try to grab my pussy. Is that what it says? I think it's don't. Either way, it seems like a challenge. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. I don't think it's a challenge. I am a Kryptonian. I think it's I saying am a don't super do girl. it. Don't do it because it's made of steel. Yeah. Well, either like way, that. I mean, it feels like, yeah, yeah, go go ahead. Why, why, don't you, why don't you try? You don't even understand what I am. I'm super girl. I'm a superhero. I'm unstoppable. You can't take this mm-hmm. and seeing a photo of her smiling, wearing a sweatshirt, says feminist. I mean, that's Supergirl right there, just swamped with people holding up that sign. That made me feel good. I like that. I like seeing my heroes and the people who depict my heroes out there in a similar position that I was in on Saturday mm-hmm. in, in the same crowd of people with the same purpose. That's cool. Yeah. That's, and, that's a win. And that's the thing that's interesting about this because we have people who are protesting all kinds of different ways. And interestingly enough, people are not all okay with the different ways people are protesting. Yeah. And they're not okay with the way people are dealing with things. Yeah, you want to get into this one? Yeah. So, Chrisette Michelle, who is um, an amazing singer, mm-hmm. first of all, she's extremely talented. She decided that she was going to perform because, you know, if you've been on the Internet, you've heard all of this conversation about different people who are being asked to perform. Who's going to perform? Are you going to accept? Are you not going to accept? And it's basically performing at the inauguration. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. So, and a, a big joke about the inauguration was the fact that uh, Trump and the administration couldn't get any performers that were 
notable. So I think the the two that were talked about most frequently were Three Doors Down, the band Three Doors Down, speaking of kryptonite, but like where'd they been at? And also Toby Keith, just some uh, a country singer. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to country music, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, that's I'm what you got. Really, I'm not really a big fan of country. Personally. And then there was someone on television. I know I saw an anchor on television saying, like, honestly, I thought Toby Keith is much better than Beyonce. What? Like, huh? Come on, stop. Huh? stop it. What? Stop it. What? Beyonce makes better country music than most people. True. Do. That one country song she made, Daddy Lessons. True. That's the only country song that I personally like. Yeah. You know what I mean, that I've heard in the past five, ten, however many years. Point is, whoever was booking the inauguration entertainment. They're coming up short. So but then there's Chrisette. There's Chrisette. And listen, the black community, a lot of people in the community, mm-hmm. and a lot of members of the black community have been very upset. Mm-hmm. They've given her, they've let her have it on Twitter. They've let her have it just period in general. I read that Questlove offered to pay her not to do it. Spike Lee basically just went ham sandwich on her. He said he was going to use one of her songs in an upcoming film. And now he's not. Mm. So, yeah, there was a strong response. Right. Where are you with this? Well, I think it's interesting because one of the things that I think it's important to do is not get swallowed by the horde and just the horde end up following with what with, with the with the group think and what the crowd is telling you and the loudest group of voices just go, well, they must be right because they're the loudest. Yeah. And I think oftentimes what is important to remember is that a lot of us live in our in a bubble we live in an echo chamber yeah we tend to not always but we tend to kind of birds of a feather flock together kind of thing Mm. so it's not abnormal to think that people who hang out with you people who you follow on twitter people who follow you the media outlets that you frequent are probably going to have a similar mentality similar perspective and they can be very influential on you Mm -hmm. my encouragement is that you still think and don't get swallowed by the horde and just find yourself in there Mm. and when i say horde i'm talking about the group think Mm -hmm. like what the community is thinking because it's important to have try to have a conversation and get to the why. Yeah. Why are you deciding to do this instead of that? I don't know, Chrisette Michelle. Sure. I don't know what she's thinking. I don't know why she intended to do it. I don't know what her her, her reasoning and her purpose is. So for me, it's kind of like, well, what, I mean, what am I? What, what I don't know. What about? I'm gonna tell you, you can't do it. Like. Yeah. I don't know that I can make that call. I don't have that authority over you. I don't know what your intentionality is because there are people, and I heard Charlemagne the God say this, there are people who resist and there are people who engage in mm. so many words. I think that's the terminology that was used. There's resistors and there's engagers. That sounds about right. And there are people who are going to stand there and they're going to go, no, 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 I resist. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have a conversation with you. I want nothing to do with you. Stay away from me. I'm not going to normalize this. No, I don't want to talk to you. And and there's purpose that's purposeful, that's needed, that's necessary. There are people that need to resist yeah. harshly, hardly. Yeah. And then there are also going to be people who need to engage, sure, to dialogue, to discuss, to debate, to be able to have common ground, sure, to be able to get to a place where they can actually speak truth, speak life, speak different perspectives into those people. If everybody engages, then it might come to the point where it starts to feel like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're kind of okay because we're hanging out together. Yeah. But that's not necessarily true. We need people to resist. But if everybody resists, then it might be be like, okay, well, let's just pull out the guns and, you know, because these are our purebred 100% enemies. We need people who are both. And I think it's important that 
we allow people to function in their gifting, their talent, their lane, their opportunity. Everybody's not D-Ray. Mm. And everybody's not Charlemagne the God. Everybody's not Netta. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not, you know what I mean, Cheska Lee. Everybody's not, everybody's not all of these people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like some people are going to be the ones that are going to be able to get in there and get in the room and have a conversation. So from listening to Chrisette Michelle on The Breakfast Club and actually hearing out of her mouth what her reasoning is, is like, look, I'm an entertainer. I entertain. I'm not a politician. I'm not someone who knows this and that and everything. But I know I wore a Basquiat dress mm. because part of what I do is look beautiful as an entertainer. Sure. I sung a gospel song, a specific, intentional, purposeful song because I'm an entertainer. That's what I do. I said particular things. And now I'm in the back room with people who I wouldn't normally be with. I'm having conversations I wouldn't normally have. I'm even going on a press run right now, speaking about things, talking about things that I never would have had the opportunity to do. And I'm trying to be strategic. So my thing is now... What am I supposed to say? When I get in front of this person, tell me what to say. Tell me what the point is. Tell me what the message is. And that's something you don't get a chance to know just from going, oh, Chrisette Michelle's performer for Donald? Oh, she a sellout. She's a coon. She's a this, she's a that. It's like, oh, wait, hold hold, hold on. I can understand your frustration, your confusion. You're allowed to have that. And at the same time, you also need to be able to at least figure out What's going on here? Some of the points she made is, did you hear me make the song Black Girl Magic? Yeah. Didn't you see me do this? Didn't you see me do that? I'm a, I'm a different person now. Like yeah. I've worked with this person and that person because I'm not protesting or I'm not functioning or acting the way you do. Now all of a sudden I'm your enemy. And one of the points that she made that really made me feel it in my heart was like, She's saying how she wants to do a TV show now where she's able to go out into like middle America and talk to the girl who voted for Trump or whatever, whatever, and figure out why did you vote for this person? Why did you do that? And she wants to bring people, politicians, she wants to bring people with her to have this conversation. Mm. And she wants to talk to the girl in, in Brooklyn, da, 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 da. And I need Spike Lee to tell me what filter am I supposed to use? Yeah. What camera angle am I supposed to do? What, what, like, what music should, how do I, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. But I need my old heads to walk me through as I function in my lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can't, like, and I was like, dang, that's a check. Not a, not a check as in money, but that's like a heart check, like an intentionality check. Like, so I'm going to cut Chrisette Michelle off because she ain't, she ain't moved the way I move. She might need me. Yeah. Because right now, she about to be in front of people that you're not going to be in front of as a resistor. Mm-hmm. But as an engager, do we totally disown our engagers now? So that's that's kind of how I feel. It's super nuanced is what I'm saying. Sure. It's completely nuanced. And when I heard Charlemagne and God say the engagers and resistors, I was like, yes. Sure. I agree. I, I, I think certainly the point to be made, or at least one of them is... Not everyone protests the same way. Right. Not everyone expresses their feelings the same way. Right. Not all of us cope the same way. We just listed three different ways. Yeah. Michael Bay. Yeah. Directing a film, making a brand new film, joining a march and and creating a sign to to shout loudly what you think, uh, and also doing it with good humor or or referencing, Mm -hmm. you know, like (laughs) the show that you're on. Right. Uh, And then Chrisette, who did it a radically different way than a lot of people would ever even have the chance. Right. That's another part of it. I know that it's not like I was asked to perform. Come, right. You know, I'm so, not, you're not like, I mean, not, you're not in the back room with these people having no, conversations with them. I, I fully understand 
the gut reaction. I do as well. And I want to make sure I say that. Right. I understand so like, that like the, the immediate knee jerk. Oh, so you with him now? Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I said Hail Hydra, but you don't know what I got <laughs> yeah. working on here. Yeah, like right. I, I know you see me with the guys in green, but I I'm I might be undercover. Like, let yeah. me why you going you know what I mean you blowing my cover. I'm in here trying to do my mission. Yeah. You know, because you're on the outside with different colors on. That don't mean undercover. I, I'm not working. You yeah, know, the thing that the thing that stands out to me is is what you said earliest, which is you need to figure out the why. And I think we talk about this pretty frequently, but people need to get that hot take. People need to understand it immediately, which means understand it not at all. I need to make a judgment call. I need to say what it is, and everybody needs to know how I feel about it right. before I ask any questions. And you feel the right? pressure from the horde that either you're with us or you're against us. And yeah. you better decide quick. Yeah. You know? Because if you sound like you're waffling or in your middle, oh, you ain't about it. And here come the name call. The, the name's being called. Yeah. And it's it's really hard to take the necessary time to deal with these topics and also just allow you the freedom to be you, to be confused. Mm-hmm. So to, you, you're allowed to vacillate. Google that word if you know what it means. I didn't used to know what it means either. <laughs> but you're allowed to vacillate in between different states. You could think one thing one day and you can read, listen, or watch something and go, dang, now hold on. Matter of fact, I didn't see it that way. But do we want to make everybody who doesn't agree with us our enemy? Do we have an opportunity to win that person over? If they're our enemy, as soon as they disagree, is that how we deal with people who disagree with us? I think if there's a rule of thumb, it's ask why before you say F you. Mm -hmm. Like before before you go off, before you condemn, before you cast away. Yeah. Just three letters. Why? You want to know the Newman Newman family saying? What's this? Seek first to understand, mm. then to be understood. You've said this on the show previously. This is something that I've heard people, I don't know if we made it up, but it's stuff in my family. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Now, it doesn't say you're not going to seek to be understood, but it's a strat, it's strategic, it's intentional. Tell me why. One thing in front of the other. Okay, hold on. I, I have my feelings. Let me, let me hold on to them because I'm going to say them. Mm-hmm. But I found that this has helped me not to be a jerk and not to stick my foot in the mouth yeah. many times. Yeah. Like the fact that that's been kind of a family thing and I see and I and, and you know me. Why? How come? Mm-hmm. How many? Why uh-huh. do you say that? What's that? Well, oh, okay. Uh, well, I don't know if I agree with that. What do you mean by that? that is, and I haven't even said my point yet. Talking to Octavius is like being on 60 Minutes. He'd <laughs> be like, wait, wow. we were just talking about where to go for lunch. You had to ask me why. You just had to ask me where I'm coming from with this. I just said Wendy's, man. I just want a sandwich. That's all. You don't have to interrogate me. Yeah. But no, that's a good rule of thumb. I believe that is the rule of thumb because the the response is valid. The anger is valid. The curiosity is valid. Mm -hmm. Resistance is valid. Not wanting to normalize, wanting to to call a judgment. All of that stuff is is understandable. However, however, Mm -hmm. you have to at least offer an attempt toward curiosity. We just went through this with Civil War too. Yeah. Two sides of the parties that are not listening to each other, mm. who are have valid points and also have areas where they're wilding, and because they're not listening to each other, they're fist fighting one another. Mm-hmm. And I think specifically with this Chrisette Michelle situation, it's like, it's kind of like, kind of like Tony and Carol. 
It's like mm. we're both on the same team, but your method's not my method, so mm. you're my enemy now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if y'all would just slow down a second and listen to one another, and even you might not even agree on the method, but seeing the value in each other's method, seeing the necessity, because I'm not you, you're not me. Why do I keep trying to make you like me? Sure. Because you're not me. You're never sure. going to be me. I'm never going to be you. And for the record, and I think this is an important thing that, that, that people glaze over, presence and being present with something that you don't understand mm-hmm. or definitely do not approve of, mm-hmm. presence is not the same thing as approval. Mm. Presence is not the same thing as sponsorship. Yeah. There are certainly opportunities. It to can be, look like it now. It totally sometimes can. We, we got we to squint our eyes sometimes. No, especially from a distance. Yeah. Absolutely. You, look, you're looking through binoculars and you see this through a keyhole mm-hmm. and you're saying, well, there's Chrisette shaking hands with the devil. I guess they're in cahoots. Mm. I guess that's all there is to say about mm-hmm. it. But who knows what she said? You know, who it's knows funny? what drove her to be there? Who knows what what courage she had to be in that place where I bet no one who went to the inauguration expected her to be. Yeah, you know, I'm mean, that's. This is bold. Yeah. I don't know if I got the spine to even do that. Because I think my anger, my response, my emotions would get the best of me. I would lose my head. And you know what's interesting? I think that there is a fair point to question Chrisette. Sure. It doesn't mean we can convict her, but we can question. Different thing. And she don't owe us an answer either. Yeah, we're... But she chooses to answer. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's so much nuance is my point. Sure. This is not a point saying don't question Chris Chrisette. No, no, no question no, 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 no. Question Charlemagne. Question Michael Bay. What's the uh actor from Su- uh, Superwoman? Supergirl? Uh What's Melissa. Melissa Question Benoist. Melissa. Question Adam. Question Octavius. Yeah. You know? And at the same time, quick to listen, slow to speak. Yeah. Slow to anger. Yeah. You know? Uh, Yo, know, this this story, probably like many others, I hope, especially if they listen to that. Uh, episode of the Breakfast Club that you were playing before we got on the mic right now. Yeah, this this story about Chrisette made me learn a valuable lesson about the way that people choose to protest, mm-hmm. and there will be those who choose to engage, and there will be those who choose to resist. And I think a comfortable place to be in is somewhere in between those, and to figure out how to navigate at at a, at a given time. Yeah, because you got you need to be able to do both. Yeah, and if you're only get you a man who can do both. <laughs> Get you a man who can do both. Right. Get you a protester that can do both. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, true. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But as but as a protester, as a rebel, as a part of the rebel alliance, mm. there's going to be times where you're going to have to do both. Get you a rebel who can do both is exactly what it is. That's it. That's a t-shirt right there. One, resist the empire. All right. Let's write these down. Get you a rebel who can do both. There it is. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. One of those is going to be the, the name of this episode. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Remember those. I'm um, just remember those. All right. Yeah. So I that's was expecting a previous. I'm, I'm just going to put this on the record. I'm going to say this out loud. This was a thought that was trapped in my head for for some time, and I haven't said it until now. But I was expecting a previous episode to be named uh, "Soldier Boy." What are you doing? I was going to name it that. And suddenly, it's I become, was going to name it that. It's become <laughs> it's become my 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 like internal slogan in which I am taking someone that I have no business accosting at all. I have no business and saying, "X, what are you doing?" Yeah. Gucci Mane. Wiz up. What are you doing? I'm doing drop top Wiz up is what I'm doing. <laughs> 
That's what I'm doing. That's what that's what is I'm doing. I just had to share that that bit of vulnerability with you. So that's our news for this week. That's correct. All right. So now what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into the talk back. Tell him, Adam. We're gonna do a talk back segment. Talk back is when we take some time to speak with you, to you, to answer your questions. You can hit us up on Twitter with the hashtag AskCBJ. You could also email us if you choose to. You can email us at comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. That's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T dot com. Also, one other thing that you can do is you can leave us a voicemail on our number. Yo, take your phone out real quick. Put, take my, put, put my number in. Mm-hmm. 215-948-2742. Yep. Okay. I got you. One more again. 215 yep. 9482742 here's the deal if you don't want this to be on the show say that in the episode otherwise it's up for grabs that's correct all right so but we, we have uh, we got two pieces to talk back right now one quick one and one we might chew on a little bit first one's coming to us from at that blurred girl what up you know the blurred girl what up the blurred girl we're very happy to communicate with you over the tweets shout out to you the blurred girl asks Octavius when Adam Tedris drinks too much, do you get a buzz since you now have his kidney? Hashtag ask CBJ. Don't forget thinking emoji. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there is a thinking emoji thinking in there. Emoji like, that huh. is an important piece. Right. Let me just ponder that for a minute. Let me just answer that one real quick. Nah, unfortunately not. Nah, I no. can't say that I've experienced no. any. No. Uh, you listening to any white music? You listen to any weaker thans? Hmm. You listen to any dashboard confessional? Hmm. How about Bonnie Vare? Nah. You got some Sufjan Stevens? Negative. You ever get a feeling where you just want to listen to Ben Gabbard croon over the no. postal service? Nah. Okay, that's just to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How come I got Migos out of the deal? <laughs> you, you did get Migos. <laughs> you got Migos out of it. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's some transactions like a, going back and forth. There was a reverse transfer. We waiting for Culture to come out. Oh, I'm so excited for you that know? stupid album. I'm 75 so Save Color T-shirt. Right. Yeah, I'm very, very excited about llama, that. Llama, llama. Red pajama. Listen, internet. Mama. Listen, internet. Do yourself a favor. Go to Google. <laughs> type in Migos. Llama Llama Red Pajama mm-hmm. and just have yourself a grand old time Enjoy watching this video. That's our gift to you mm-hmm. from episode 57. Llama Llama Red Pajama Migos. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> it's been a little while since I've seen you laugh that hard since we were watching that video. Yeah, we watched the video the other day just randomly. Man, I started throwing throwing <laughs> things. <laughs> I literally started throwing things in this room because it was so funny. Uh, okay, we got one more. This one's coming to a, a re- coming to a, us from our regular a friend that psych guy. That psych guy. I, I like I like this. From time to time, we'll get a screen capture mm-hmm. of the the notes app. Yeah, because there's just too much to say in a tweet. Good thinking too. Mm-hmm, very good thinking. So that psych guy writes, "What's up, fellas?" There's a conversation happening in the comic book community about whether or not Marvel is moving too fast with diversity and it's affected their sales. Some feel that they are moving too quickly and don't like that there are no quote unquote classic heroes or heroines left except Peter Parker, who presently may even have more in common with Bruce Wayne because they both rich now. Like, that's the Parker's thing right yeah, now. Parker, Parker's, Parker's a, yeah, yep, startup. They claim they aren't, quote-unquote, racists because they aren't reading the books. Who's they? I to clarify. They, so we're on the same channel here. They would be people who are making the claim that Marvel is moving too quickly with diversity mm-hmm. and abandoning 
the original heroes. Um, so they claim they aren't racist because they aren't reading the books. By the way, we got a thinking emoji on it mm-hmm. in there. It's just not what they want to read. And they're against change. So, i.e. anti-change. I say read back catalogs, be open to trying new stories. Your thoughts. Octavius, your thoughts. Well, because I know you've heard this before. Yeah. People are saying, yeah, just make a new character. Yeah. Stop getting rid of the classics. Yeah. Um, I think you need to, um, I, well, I think people are entitled to their opinion. Um, I don't think their opinion makes them entitled to anything. Oh, you know what I mean? That's, that is a vital flip. And that is really kind of the major crux or the crust crux. What's the, what's the proper term? Crux. crux. C-R-U-X. That's the major crux of my thought process. Uh. It's like, yeah, you can feel however you want to feel, but your feelings don't dem- like you're not sitting here like waiting for the change that you're owed. You know where I am with this? What's that? Why? Why are you holding on to those heroes so tightly? Why? Mm-hmm. I, I would. Well, do you not? Do, can you? Can you? Can you connect with why? I can connect. Mm-hmm. I can assume based on a part of me, the geek that says, "I love Captain America." With yeah. Steve Rogers. Yeah. I don't want him, be, him to be Hydra. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to lose his shield, even if he gives it to somebody that I think is worthy and Sam Wilson becomes Cap. Yeah. I don't want this to change. There's also a part of me that says, why did they do Bruce Banner like that? Why Why do we have a new Hulk? Right. Why can't we just keep Bruce and have new stories for Bruce? There, there are a lot of, part of me, parts of me that might be buried that say loyalty to that iconic franchise, to that character. But the thing that I would have people ask themselves is, why do you cling so tightly to those characters? Because if you were here for the stories, well, here are the stories. Yeah. Here's what we're serving today. Yeah. If you want meatloaf... That's I'm not fine. serving it now. That's fine. You can want me love. I mean, we might come back to it. Maybe. But I, I think that the issue here is people want to make something of this that it, it shouldn't be. Tell me more about and that. When people say, and I know I've read this before mm-hmm. online, when people are quick to say they're just doing this whole PC thing. Mm. Everybody they got why do they have to make every new character black mm. or a woman? Mm-hmm. How come Moon Girl isn't Moon Boy. You know, the original was Moon Boy. I didn't Moon know that. Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur. I didn't know that. How come it's Moon Girl now? How come mm. it's a black girl? Mm-hmm. We have a black girl. We have, Why is it Riri, by the way? Why do we have Riri and we had to get rid of Stark? Like, Why are all these things happening? I feel like they're just throwing all the old ones away and bringing all these new ones in. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, why do I cling to those characters? And then maybe ask yourself another question. Why is Marvel doing this? Yeah. Is it because they want to lose money? Is it because they decided they just want to throw their franchises under the bus and stop printing dollar-dollar bills? No. I think they want to reflect the world as it is now. They want to connect with a world of people who are finding them now. Yeah. And they want to be relevant. So your loyalty to those personas, to those characters, to their stories, are they still relevant? Are the stories about uh, uh, Captain America punching Hitler in the face still relevant? Well, maybe now, actually. Hmm. Perhaps now, in fact, it is. Yeah. But, like, you know, are those things still relevant? What do they serve as? And why are you so hesitant to move into the future? Yeah. If the future looks like this. Yeah. 
And I, I, I think, again, with the hot takes, it's always just got to be, I know exactly how I feel about this, and this is it. In 140 characters, I have completely resolved to understand my perspective on things. Yeah. In 140 characters. Period. Questions <laughs> are valuable. Yeah. And trying to understand why you're tethered to something is is a significant part of being a fan. I honestly believe that. And maybe Riri just makes Tony Stark even cooler because he becomes his own kind of legacy, his own kind of legend. Yeah. Meanwhile, you can appreciate the new class. Yeah. But like, you always going to be fixated on the girl that you went to uh, uh, high school with, mm. the one that was at prom. Mm. You're just always going to think like, man, nobody was as good as Dana. Never, ever, ever going to be another Dana. I'm like, man, that was 30 years ago. If you, Lay off. If you're interested in the picture of Dana you have in your head from when you were in middle school, it's probably not appropriate. Yeah, yeah you know right. I mean? I'm just like, you, why Why are we so attached to that? Yeah. Why can't we move forward and enjoy what's happening now? Because here's the bottom line, and this is important. Mm -hmm. The people who make comics now, you better believe are also fans of the same stuff that you're a fan of. Yeah. They grew up with Bruce Wayne doing his thing. They grew up with Peter Parker slinging and thwipping. Yeah. They grew up with those characters. And now it's their turn to tell a new story. Right. And not all of them are created equal. Like, some of them are trash. Some of them are just not good. Some of them try to be good, but they're not as good. Some of them won't see the same heights as Watchmen. They won't see the same heights as uh, uh, like classic stories from way back in the day. They, of course, that's going to be the case. But, dog, if you just shut it out completely because it's too diverse, excuse? What is too diverse? Hmm. What is too diverse? I think because what I hear is there are too many colored characters. There are too many people of color. Yeah. There are too many... Uh, uh, I'm not a racist, but there, there are too many of those actual statements being said, which are problematic. Yeah. Like, you're just covering it up with some language and saying, like, PC, PC, PC. Uh, I, I say that's trouble. Yeah. You're going I, down to trouble. And, I, and with all of that being said, which is, you've made some amazing points. So, a lot of that is what I wanted to say and what I think as well. So, there's a lot of that that I just say amen to, hallelujah, and pass the collection plate. <laughs> every time, man. It's every time. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, like, that's like, amen to that. Um, and with that, there's really the mentality that, man, that I want to remind people is like, these aren't your these aren't your toys. Yo, I love when you remind me of that because that, that's a phrase that I think is significant. The, they're owned by all people, right? Yeah. They're owned by Marvel. Right. Right. But we share them. Yeah. We share them. Yeah. So it's only fair. Yeah. They're, they're not yours. You can't, yep. <laughs> you can't tell other people how to play with their toys. Mm -hmm. You know, if they let you play, then you ought to be thankful. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you don't have to buy this stuff. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to watch this stuff. You don't have to download this stuff. You don't have to click on this stuff. You know what I mean? If you feel like Moon Girl or Riri or America, did you see that America cover? Oh my God. Where they have her like Beyonce? John. Woo! I'm like, what? I don't know what that is, but I'm buying it. Doesn't matter. That is, that that, is that, art. That piece is, that needs to be like, posterized yeah i wish i had the name of the artist who did that off the top of my head yeah i, I retweeted them that but that is beautiful yes yeah um but i don't know anything about america chavez either i know nothing about that character yeah i'm here for it though right miles luke 
You know, I mean, there's so many things. There's a new Ghost Rider. There's, and I really think one of the things that ought to be celebrated, I would encourage you if you're one of the people who are listening that I would don't doubt that people who are kind of wrestling with when are flat out against it, I would encourage you to consider the concept of representation and the necessity for that. We need to acknowledge the truth. The truth is that the majority of our characters in geek culture are white Christian, straight, cisgender men. Yes. That's what we've seen. Yeah, that's it. And that is not an accurate representation of the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. That's not an accurate representation of the people who are consuming this content. Mm -hmm. And it does not serve everyone the same. Mm -hmm. Now, understand that for particular people, that might be soothing, comforting. It might be something that makes you feel comfy and memorable. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. you're not the only people who are playing with these toys. Yeah. You're not the only people who are in the sandbox. You're not the only people who are in the theater, who are on the other, who are walking in the comic book store. So it's good business sense, and I think it's loving and respectful to the audience. If you're telling stories, tell stories that represent people. And you got to also check yourself. Do you really think that Marvel is being taken over by people of color, by people from different communities from where from the lgbtq sit? community you think the lgbtq no. community is taking over comic books yeah every character come on son what it really what i see happening is we're getting closer to yeah we haven't even arrived so if you don't like this mm-hmm. you gotta you might be a little disconnected from the reality of what's around you yeah but maybe it's, you're it's, just in your echo chamber and you're only around people who are like you it's still but not why enough. is matt damon everywhere oh that's a good question actually. you know what i'm saying like the serious question, question what is Matt Damon doing on top of the white uh, on top of the the, (laughs) he's the president now (laughs) the great wall of China yeah I don't know think about it why is Tarzan the king of the jungle yeah why is you know like everybody's white really and then when we start seeing people everybody's straight everybody's Christian yeah everybody's tall and muscular and square that's a really really big problem everybody colonialism is not going away. And that's a problem. Years from now, you're going to see more people who are brown than white. Yeah. The people are going to be coming more and more mixed. We're not going to be more and more segregated. Mm-hmm. So the reality of what you have to wrap your head around is like, there's been more than white, blonde hair, blue eyed, cisgendered Christian men. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that our media should represent that. And if you've got a problem with that, then maybe you don't need to read this. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Marvel doesn't owe you, though. Yeah. You know? I would say the one argument that resonates with me the most is folks' insistence, fans and, and comic book fan, fans and readers' insistence for new origin stories and new characters. And there's some... There's just a shred of that argument that I do understand, which is why do we have to have three Ghost Riders instead of just a brand new character, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Or why do we have to do a new Iron Man instead of just a brand new character? Yeah. Or new Spider-Man and just, why not just a brand new thing? Yeah. And I, I do understand the line of questioning in terms of originality and wanting the most creative ideas possible. Here's what I will offer. Iron Man is a vehicle. Spider-Man is a vehicle. Ghost Rider is a vessel to deliver something to you, to get your attention. And if that's what it takes, good. 
then so be it. If it means Iceman is gay now because that gets your attention and now you're thinking about the rights of a gay man and whether or not that character should exist, you're thinking about it, ain't you? That's a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense that they need to hop on those franchises and use them for what they are, which is a vessel to your wallet, to your eyes, to your attention and focus. That's a good thing. And I think at a point in time when this becomes more normal, when we do have more brown characters, when we do have more superheroes wearing hijabs, when we do have characters that are not always consistently white, Christian, cisgender, more creativity, more room to flex, more opportunity to know that Marvel is going to make a book with a brand new character, brand new origin story, never seen before, not a reiteration of something that you've seen 60 years ago, and you might buy it. Mm. Because suddenly it's a good business idea. I think it's a strategy. Yes. You gotta, you, you Yo, gotta, this is the long game. You got to believe if we've seen, if, if Marvel Studios is any insight into what Marvel's doing, Marvel's thinking decades down the road. Yeah, of course they you are. You got to think with their comics, they're doing the same thing. If not for the sake of the movies, you know what I mean? Like they're bringing in new people all the time. The and, movies are definitely happening way slower. Yeah. You know, the, the, the progress that comics have right now Yo, it's way slower in movies. Yeah. And the progress happening in Marvel, period, as a publisher, is slower than Image, let's say. You know, because Image, they do whatever they want. Because they're making up, they're, they're, the majority of the stuff they're making up is brand new. Yeah. Like, the root truth of the matter is Marvel, DC, they got baggage. Yep. Like, even something like Ninja Turtles, you can't just pop up and create a fifth and sixth Ninja Turtle. You'd have to, like, th th we would, like, go, whoa, 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 hold up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that you could, but it would be a lot to like, there's a lot to tread through and wade through. So mm -hmm. I think that we are introducing new characters and we're, they're doing it strategically. And I do think that there is a level of feedback that I think that is fair to go, hey, yes, make new characters. I think they should make new characters. Yeah, yeah, but I think they means. can make new characters. Yeah. And we've seen that that's possible. So, you know, let's see what happens. And also, like, the big thing is you're entitled to your opinion, but your opinion doesn't make you entitled to anything. Yeah. That's really what I have to say about that. Agreed. And th look, this is not the hill I want to die on. I am never going to show up and say, I think this is getting too diverse. Are you <laughs> what? Repeat that back to me. I will, however, die on the man thing shouldn't have a mouth hill. Mm. That one, I'm, I'm just dead on. Mm. I'm rotten on that one. What about 3.5? <sighs> All right, so now that's after we've deal with dealt with that, <laughs> let's move on um, to our books of the week. So, mm -hmm. because we have to do a short show, because mm -hmm. Adam's got to run, because I got to run, we're just going to talk about what books we got. We are not going to review any comics this week, but we are going to talk about um, what we picked up and talk about what we're excited about for next week. Mm -hmm. So, Adam, you want to start us off? I will promise to make a suggestion for books that I think you should read. Okay. I will certainly do that. Uh, and and you will probably recognize, as I'm reading these listeners, you will recognize the books that we probably would have chosen to do Books of the Week. I picked up Black Panther number 10. Come on, you knew we were going to talk about this one. But heads up, fam. It's dense. Yeah. So get that Wakandan encyclopedia out. Yeah, or slash Google. Yeah, and get ready. We're literally to... sitting here Googling. We're like, what does that word mean? You know what that word means? Yeah. 
I I don't blame anyone for needing to look that stuff up because these stories have been winding for a long time. And the tenth book just means you know just trying to sink into it, settle into it. Is a great book though, consistently. And this is the penultimate of this arc. This arc has been going for ten books. Yeah, the eleventh one is the conclusion. That's what it says at the end. Civil War Two: The Oath. Uh, this is apparently setting up a, a new arc, uh, a new event called Secret Empire, which is coming soon. I picked up. Hulk number two, this is a must buy. If you're buying comic books today and you read Marvel, it's a must buy. Please, please read about Jennifer Walters. That book is so good. I picked up Loose Ends number one from Image. Jason Latour wrote this one. Apparently, it's a work that's been like 10 years coming. Yeah. So props for getting it out the door. Excited about that. Absolutely. I picked up Saga 42 because, come on, of course. And this one I'm excited about. Total surprise. The first one in a miniseries. DC long before Wonder Woman. Odyssey of the Amazons. I'm not familiar with any element of this. Not the writer, not the artist, not the story. But I flipped through a couple of the pages when I was in the shop. It looks really good. So I'm pumped about that one. I'll I'll come back with more. I'm, I'm hoping this turns out to be a good investment. What you got? All right, here's what I got. I got Black Panther, number 10. Civil War 2. The Oath, number one. I got Kamandi. Hey! Kamandi Challenge? My man, Kamandi. Kamandi Challenge. I feel like the Kamandi Challenge should be like the, the Ice Bucket Challenge. Or I don't like know what you the do. The Soldier Boy Challenge. <laughs> With the Soldier Boy Challenge. Draco Challenge. Uh-huh. Or the Running Man Challenge. Yeah. I don't know what the Kamandi... What does the Kamandi Challenge involve? Uh, it involves surviving, apparently, being one of the last people on Earth. You know what? 2017 is the Kamandi Challenge. Yes. Yeah. 2017 is the Kamandi Challenge. That is correct. Yeah. And I got Loose Ends number one. Mm-hmm. Again, this this pattern of me having less books than you is, is kind of weird. I don't know what this is. I will say, listeners, take a note from what we're doing here. Because when I pick up books, Marvel books especially, that Ock doesn't have, I take a picture of those digital codes and I send them his way. That's what I do. So we can stay up and up. And that's... That's brotherly love. You gotta look out for one another. That's friendship. That's probably the most like generous thing I've ever done for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could give you a greater gift. Right. Than these digital codes. And I appreciate your five stars, positive comment, <laughs> and your digital codes as well. <laughs> now, I think that you should think of some other ways to step up our friendship yeah. and really just, you know, pay your way. Well, you know, when Marvel takes those digital codes away, I don't know how we, this is gonna work. It's gonna be unbalanced. All of our currency is gone. Yeah. No, I'm not sure. And well, you can just Flip it over to DC. They'll, they'll take it. They'll, they'll take the pick up the baton when Marvel dropped it. Come on, DC, please. I'm trying to stay friends with this man. We got a show together. We got to keep it together. Yeah. So next week, what's coming out? We got Batman number sixteen, uh, Bullseye number one is hey. another thing that's coming out. Star Wars, Darth Maul number one, huh? Unstoppable. Darth was, Maul showing up. Hey, I, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, you know, and also The Walking Dead 163. I'm excited about that. That's a big one, right? That is. Mm. So uh, we're probably going to go over Batman. Just just telling you right now, we don't know what the second book's going to be, but just a quick thing to look forward to. This is what the solicit says. Quote, I am Bane part one. Yes. This is for Batman number 16. Bane is coming for Gotham. Bane is coming for Batman. Bruce must keep those he loves safe for five days in order to save Gotham Girl once and for all. But Bane will stop at nothing and no one is safe. Come on. Yeah. Done. Come on. If we were asking ourselves, hey, we're going to keep reading Batman? We read this and it's like, well, we can't stop now. Story's not over yet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it has been so high quality. This has basically been like a 16-part arc 
You know what I mean? The whole story it started from the beginning and we're coming, but we got to see this full circle. Yep. So that's what's going on. We're giving you a shorter show because we got to keep moving. But also after you listen to this, this go watch split and listen to our one shot movie review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? And also, you know, we're reading our pool list, but we still want to know what y'all's are. Uh, I like when people post their pool list, the books that they're, they're, they're picking up, take a photo of the books that you picked up and hit us up on Twitter at comic book Junto. Uh, if you have questions for a future show, please hit us up with the hashtag ask CBJ. We love that part of the show. One other thing, speaking of one shots, speaking of movie reviews, yes. we got February coming up. We want to know what movies you want to hear us do movie reviews on. So, some things to look forward to. Adam's excited about Rings coming out February 3rd. Why do you, why you do this? Lego Batman movie <laughs> February 10th. John Wick 2 February 10th as well. Uh, Matt Damon's The Great White Wall February 17th. Um, and Get Out mm-hmm. February 24th. Very excited about that. So that's what's out. coming out in February. Let us know. Tweet at Octavius A. Newman. Adam is at Adam Tedderis. Mm-hmm. Let us know what movies you're going to see. Let us know what movies you want to hear us do one-shot movie reviews on. Um, and also, let us know what you thought of this episode. I just got a, a tweet, a mention, right this moment, the hashtag AskCBJ. Um, and it, this is a question asking me about my thoughts on the man thing. Solicitation by R.L. Stein. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need a week Spend some time with my thoughts. Okay. Did you look at the solicitation? Yeah. That was the one that I, I you remember it, I read that one? Uh-huh. And I said, You tell me when I had a problem. Yeah. You just you just shout out loud as soon as I have a problem with the solicitation. That like, drawn about him going to LA and chasing yeah. his movie career. But he said he said issue number three. Is there something special that happened on issue number three? Oh no, oh no, oh no. Do you want to just read it on the show? Do we just want to do let's just do this right now? Is that a thing that is possible? I mean, I like, don't know. This is what he's saying. He's saying solicit for issue number three. As long as it's not a spoiler. How is there a solicitation from uh, Okay? Man, because thing, they put the stuff out for April. So I'm assuming that maybe that's what it is, and I don't know. Okay. So what I'm being told is there is a description of man thing number three is this going to be a spoiler by rl stein is this going to be a spoiler and supposedly do we want to know this i don't know All that's right. the thing i and here's the thing here's the thing i'm not sure if i can find it in time for anybody to uh uh how about this to tell me let's just shut this down okay let's not try to force it we probably don't want to tell everybody what's going to go on issue number three anyway it sounds like going against everything i believe in yeah but what if people need to know not to pick this up adam you've already made it clear that you're going to pick it up begrudgingly <laughs> And we're going to have it as a one shot. I mean, as a book of the week, just to talk about how good or great it is. I can't wait to love this book and you hate it. I'm looking forward to it. I want this to be really fun and awesome for me and for you to just totally hate it. This is wow. going to be a great show. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not wishing bad on you. I'm just wishing good for the listeners. Yeah. Okay. Look, what if you love it though? Can you, are you ready? Are you, have, are you committed to hate it or are you open for it to be great? You're committed to hate it. You you don't even have to say anything. I'm looking at him and I'm telling you the truth. No matter what he says, his face is saying, there's no way this is going to be good. The nexus of all realities is opened and the protector of the nexus, the old father, is missing. The only one who can restore a balance to the swamp is Man-Thing. But all Man-Thing wants is to restore turn to his human form wait can he overcome his desire for normalcy to save the swamp or will he get what he wished for but at a cost yeah i'm fine with that okay i'm fine with that okay we're we're, i need time (laughs) i need to be alone (laughs) all right so that's that that's why
Why? That's episode 57. Thank you for your five stars and a positive comment. Everyone who's given us those, please continue to leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Please subscribe on iTunes if this is your first time with us. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave us comments there as well. Share this with a friend. Tweet it at somebody, mm-hmm. at someone, and let them know they should be listening to Comic Book Junto and that they should join the Junto. And hey, make sure that you add us as well so we can welcome them to the Junto. Indeed. So... We're, we're we're doing pretty good for 2017. I say so. We made it through a month. Yeah, we 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 have a little trick up our sleeves. That's probably going to be coming oh, up soon. Hopefully, we spent a little time in the studio, mm. a tutorial, mm-hmm. uh, and and you will learn more about that soon. But I'm excited about the, the the chaos that will ensue when we have that full power. Hopefully, at our grip. Looking forward to it. Me too. We're probably going to mess it up at first, but then we'll, but then we'll lean into it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. That's episode 57. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Also, after you listen to this, listen to our one-shot movie review of Split. And we love y'all. Until next time, peace. Scoochie!